Dope Discussions Podcast. Dope Discussions, gay to Erica, woke discussions. Mob ties, how they rock and think they both was cousins. Gifting you with their words so you might know you something. Just go and look for them live, they do it every Sunday. Every Sunday. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. It's gay to beat it, baby. Make state to state, baby, coast to coast. Like the vibe, baby, spark to jokes. And we gon' bring you that dope. Come talk with Erica, man, talk with G. And all you gotta do is talk with me. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. listening audience so we coming to y'all tonight we got some awesome topics we coming to y'all we're going to be talking about um one of our first topics is going to be should a man have the right to stop a woman from aborting his child if he wants to make that decision to raise that child that's going to be one of our topics for tonight mm-hmm. we're also going to be talking about doing criminal background checks on a potential mate or potential date should we do criminal background checks mm. and what if you find something serious what what then <laughs> and what do you consider to be too serious that you don't want to move forward with that person sometimes it's better things you wish you had not known. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what? If you go looking for stuff, you find it. And sometimes you might not know what you find. Not at all. <laughs> and our, our last and final topic for tonight, we're going to be talking about the double standard for men and women. Um, when we talk about experimentation with, with a person of the same sex. When women do it, it's cool. It's sexy. But when a man does it, he's gay. And there's no way he going to live that down. There's no way that, you know, people would not look at him in a way like, man, uh-uh. It ain't no way you ain't. If you had any tendencies toward men, you just straight up gay. So we want to talk about that double standard. And do you agree with that double right. standard? I'm going to just tell y'all right now. No, I'm not going to tell y'all right now. I'm going to tell y'all when we get into the topic of discussion. But I'm going to be totally real and honest with y'all about it. Right. So we're going to open up the podcast tonight with a bit of ratchet news. This is our first time we're going to be talking about a little ratchet news. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and y'all, y'all can't see me, but I have my teacup. I'm sipping on some tea. Right, right. For real. Right. Yeah. Now, the tea that I got in my cup, it's not good as this tea. 
Because this that detox tea. And see, a lot of people, they advertise this tea. They try to make it seem like it's so good. I'm not going to lie to y'all. This tea is not good. No, not at all. Not at all. It ain't good. Now, as far as doing the what it's supposed to do, detoxing, oh, yeah, it works. Because I started taking it yesterday, and I'm already detoxing. So, yes, it does what it's supposed to do. But it don't taste good. I had to add a little honey to it. Oh, this. right, 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 right. <laughs> get a little, get a little so, yeah, we're going to get into the topic of discussion. We're going to bring out some ratchet news. Our topic tonight, we're talking about... And you know what? Something else I wanted, I wanted to add in there. I think it's a good practice to do like a timestamp when we do these podcasts. Yeah, yeah. So I want to give y'all some like real, real life current event in my life. Oh, nice. I got an update for y'all. Because oh. <laughs> last time we talked about the big D word, we talked about dating. Right, right, right. Get y'all minds off the gutter, God dang it. <laughs> so I got a, uh, all right. So I got an update for y'all. Uh-oh. I had a date. What? Last night. Oh, okay. So now let me let me get my tea out. Let me sip my tea. <laughs> oh, oh. Let me. I promise you. Before you get your tea out, this story gonna be over. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's not a long One story, of them, huh? <laughs> so to make a long story, even to make a short story even shorter. I got stood up last night, y'all. Wait, rewind, rewind, rewind. How you got stood up? Oh, the date. How you wait? You like I had a date last night. Oh, let me hear the tea. It's all right. I got stood up. You ain't had no date. <laughs> you have a prospect for a date. Said to make a short story even shorter. Exactly. You got a prospect for a date. <laughs> exactly goes to a date. You know. You had a date. It was could have been a date, but it wasn't quite a date. I think I'm trying to think back. I think this might be my first time ever being stood up. Oh, see, you know what? I gotta honestly say, I'd have been stood up multiple times. As a matter of fact, I had a four-year span where I got stood up every Valentine's Day. Like literally, <laughs> it was four different girls, which might have been the problem. Is that four different wow. girls? But each time it was a different reason, you know. Uh, she was like, "Yeah, you know, I don't really do the Valentine's Day thing," but I decided to show up to her place, you know. Anyway, she was like, "Well, yeah, let's go ahead and go." And then I was like, "All right, cool." So we were supposed to go. I went back to her place. She wasn't there, you know. Or at least she played like she wasn't there. But you know, I knew I knew she was there. She just wasn't answering the door. The second time, the girl we were supposed to be going somewhere, and I had made reservations and everything. Got sharp, tried to get myself together, and literally showed up to her place to pick her up. She wasn't there. Like, dang. So I'm like, I've already made reservations at the restaurant. I might as well go to the restaurant. You know, whatever. So I went to the restaurant, and lo and behold, she went to the restaurant with some other dude. I'm like. Whoa. Whoa, wait a minute. So you wanted the food, but you ain't want to come see the food with me. Thumbs down. 
<laughs> and my boy RJ is actually getting into the uh into the live right now. He can verify and vouch for this story right now because <laughs> being like, guess what this chick just did? <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah, the, the, the next time the girl said she was in the hospital, well, she actually was in the hospital, so I couldn't even. I couldn't even sweat that. And I can't remember what happened to the fourth time, but I was so traumatized from the previous three that it didn't matter. All I knew was I was getting stood up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it was crazy because we spoke on the phone about three times yesterday. He kept kept calling, he kept texting to make sure we were still on for the date. So... When it's time to meet up at the restaurant, I go there. Well, I I text him and I said, I'm leaving now on my way and um, made it to the restaurant. Text him again, said, I'm here. No response. Called, no answer. I said, well, maybe he's running late. Maybe he can't get to his phone or whatever. And um, I sat in the parking lot for 15 minutes. I said, "Um, I'm out of here. Whoa! So I didn't even I didn't even try to call to find out what what was the reason you didn't show up or nothing like that. And I, I, I you don't owe me no explanation because this is our first time ever meeting each other. So whatever. Wait, so wait. If you got cold feet, if whatever, I don't know if you got cold feet. I don't know if you thought I was a catfish. Uh-huh. I don't know what you thought, but whatever you thought, bruh, don't worry about it. I'm not. I'm not mad. Wait, you know what, though? I mean, the catfishing thing is real, but still. I mean, so you actually went to the venue, and we like, okay, we're going to meet, we're going to get together, we're going to do our thing, and then all of a sudden, he just like, ghost. He just wasn't there. Yeah, and I've had that happen to me before where people, yeah, um, guys have said, uh, is that really you in your pictures? Are you sure that's you? Well, the only way to find out is to come see. Right, right, right. But you know what? As somebody who's been on the other end of that catfish thing, that might sound like, you know, oh, you just want to come see. Sometimes that's something to get nervous about. I'm going to tell you that. I would, well, I mean, to me, it's a, it's an experience because so regardless, if I show up and you're not the person you said you was, that's inter- that's entertainment for me. <laughs> and that's more of, that's more material I have to right, use. Right, right. <laughs> Because you ain't hurt my feelings. I mean, I'm not investing. I came here to meet you, but it's not like, you know, I spent $5,000 to come here. I'm not, you know, I took some time out of my day. Yeah, but, but time is valuable. I'm not sweating time it. Time is a valuable commodity. It is something that... It is, it is. And, and I used to get really, really, really bent out of shape when I felt like people wasted my time. But now it's like, man, whatever. Mm-hmm. Y'all stupid. I mean, I'm like, if if you if you going through life like feeling like everything is too good to be true, nothing good will ever happen. That's very you. true. That is very true. Nothing good is gonna happen if you decide preliminarily. I just made up a word right there, by the way, preliminarily. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> if you decide before you even get into a situation that, oh, you know what? Ain't nothing good gonna come out of that. That's why I hate putting right. those dating memes up there where they start talking about, mm-hmm. you know, 
men ain't no good anyway. Blah, 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 blah. But then the next meme is, oh, I can't find a man. You know? Mm-hmm. What you're doing is you're prophetically speaking into existence the type of man that's going to come around, you know, across your path. So keep posting right. those things. Like, you post a lot of positive stuff. You know what I'm saying? You don't be knocking men. You just right. be uplifting women. That's the case right. for half of my other part of the timeline. Not... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll start just erasing people like, oh, you know what? I can't take this. I just, you have to go. Yeah. If, when, as soon as I see somebody posting something that's really negative or, you know, offensive or always trying to rain on other people's parade, I just unfollow them and unfriend them because I don't want to see Right. It. Exactly. You know, that's, it's, it's negative energy. You know, like, like you said, time is a commodity. Energy is a commodity as well. If you have a lot of energy oh, yeah. that's coming around you, then it contaminates mm-hmm. every part of your life you need to get rid of that negative energy blow it completely out the frame and just try to bring in as much positivity that you possibly can you know and if people don't bring negative energy into your life it's best to just distance yourself from it you know right you gotta protect you gotta protect your ear gates your eye gates and your heart gates you gotta protect all this stuff and you gotta filter what's coming in there like, I feel negative energy from a mile away, and I'm 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 always I'm always trying to figure out ways to block it, to remove myself from it, because nobody in this on this earth is above that. If you're around that all the time, you're going to become negative too. Right, right, right. You know, you ever been around somebody who throw pity parties all the time, and you're sitting there, like, yes. yeah, girl. I can't I, do I, it. I deal with it. And, but around the third or fourth pity party, you like, well, girl, why don't you just leave it? I'm, I'm a solution-oriented type right. person. Like, when you give me a problem, I understand some people just need to vent. And now I'm okay with that. I'm going to be a listening ear, but not too many times. Right, right, right. If it's the same thing over and over again, we need to think about what, what we can do to fix this. Right. If you don't want to fix it, then I don't want exactly. to hear it. We need to make better choices, people. Better choices. That's what it's right. really about, you know. But yeah, I mean that's. The- but here we are. We finna get into our ratchet oh, news. Yeah, you ready? Because yeah, we'll be just sat here talking. Last week we had a half exactly. hour podcast, and <laughs> yes. you know. So we we, we got to stay on time schedule this So y'all, we talking about the ratchet news of the night. I know y'all seen and heard if y'all follow the stories about R. Kelly mm-hmm. and all the stuff he's been doing with these young women. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my um, what what word am I? I'm looking for. The word I'm looking for, um, brainwashing these women, making them think he's the only thing and only person in the world who cares about them and all this type of stuff. So there was a recent uh, event that happened between Azriel Clary and Jocelyn Savage. Those are the two girls that he had left in his corner, you know, when he went to prison. You know, you remember they went on Gail King to, you know, to back him up and, and say that their parents were lying on him and their parents sold them to him and all of this type right. of stuff. And everybody knew all that mess wasn't true. Yeah, we knew. 
But now, you know, now since he's been gone, the girls are finally waking up. Well, really, Azriel is waking up. Jocelyn is still like trying to be um, loyal to him because really what the thing was, they were in competition. Like Azriel was supposed to be like his main girl. Right. But now since she's breaking out of the trance and she's getting back in touch with her family, she actually got a chance to see the documentary, which she said they never, ever were allowed to watch TV. Yeah. So she finally got a chance to see the documentary. And she said that woke her up and made her realize that he'd been lying to to them all this time. Right, right. And so... Her and Jocelyn end up getting into a physical altercation on Instagram Live, and it's been posted everywhere. Um, TMZ got a got the story, and um, YouTube. It's been all over YouTube. So I was I was really kind of like happy and relieved just to see that the girl is actually coming back to her senses and realizing what he's been doing to them all these years. Mm-hmm. Um, the fight was just uh, a byproduct of that because Jocelyn still wants to be loyal to him and Azrael is like, you and him stupid. You know, and then she she even made an admission on the video. She was like, he been lying to y'all all these years and he got people like me lying for him too. Right, right. Right. And you know what though? Okay. So, <laughs> when I looked at that video, first thing I thought... And I watched the whole video before I made judgment on it. So as I'm going to do a mm-hmm. complete play-by-play breakdown on that video, here's what I'm... Number mm-hmm. one, yeah, Osra's kind of waking up a little bit to the whole scenario, but I think really what it's all about is he's not there. He's not there to push any type of narrative, and so they're kind of lost. Now, Osra, she seemed like a little scared girl who was just basically like, I'm in over my head and these people messing with me and all this kind of stuff. And she was trying to play tough, just like she was in the Gail King interview. She was trying to be tough. She tried to be something that she ain't. And then she got exposed to being something that she ain't. She ain't want no, not a piece of Jocelyn. She wanted, she might act like it, but the way Jocelyn was looking in that video, shoot, I don't want no piece of Jocelyn, you know? Because <laughs> Jocelyn, she's still... She still got R. Kelly's spirit in her, and she got she. I mean, she. When I saw her coming towards that camera and the look in her yeah. face, that was the look Looking of evil. like give her the last dinosaur. She was coming. She was coming, and she. And, and I think people are saying in the, in the Facebook Live, and it's the truth. Once that money start drying up, that's when there was an issue. That's when all of a sudden, oh, I ain't got nowhere to stay. I ain't got. Jocelyn, I really believe it's not even about R. Kelly with her. It's about her parents. I think she's got an issue with her parents. And, you know, they like, well, we want our baby. We want our baby. Your baby don't like you. That's what it really is. I think I was thinking that she was the one who was going to turn before Osriel. Because I really believe that mm-hmm. it's not even about R. Kelly with Jocelyn. I think it really comes down to the fact that she don't like her parents. That's why she's going to do what she's going to do. The money dried up. She's going to be on her merry little way. She's not trying to be necessarily loyal to R. Kelly. She's just trying to not be loyal to her parents. She's trying to do anything in her power to make sure her parents ain't proved right. So she's going to sit there and do what she's doing. You know, she's going to be over her side. She's going to take up, oh, I'm keeping up the lie. I'm keeping up the, the appearances or whatever. I was real scared. I was mm-hmm. like, look, you know, I ain't got nowhere to stay. 
you like y'all tripping. I am what I'm gonna do. You know, I can't be big and bad and do all that kind of stuff. You know, and she like a turncoat with me. You know what I'm saying? She like the Cobra Commander, the Star Scream for all those people who are into old eighties cartoons. She's well the the thing with Joycelyn, I believe she because because a video that I saw of her like prior to like when she first started getting involved with R. Kelly and her parents knew about it, they were you know, they were like really getting in her face and they were like you know, telling her how stupid she was and all this mm-hmm. type of stuff. So I feel like that's why she don't want to turn back to them because she don't want to have to hear, you know, I told you right. so. We've been trying to tell you this all the right. while. She don't want to admit it. No, of course not. So that's why she's still trying to keep right, it up. Right, of course not. You know, because that she was the one, like I said, that I thought, oh, you know what? She might actually, you know, just the, just the case that her parents made, you know. Now, of course, that's the case that the parents made. And I've learned, you know, over the years that, you know, there's more than one side to every story. More than one. And mm-hmm. I guarantee you there's something else going on with the, with, with her parents because it's just the way that that's playing out. I, I really got a feeling she would rather be, you know, humiliated and, and you know, go through all the mess that she's going through with, you know, the arc, you know, with Robert, then, you know, dealing with her parents again. I really believe that she don't want to hear that I told you so from her parents and her people. Right. So I think that's... But I can't, I can't imagine what it could be that... <laughs> I don't know. Is out from all of the stories that I've heard over and over again, the exact same stories of how he treats these women, that cannot be better than going back to your parents. You know what? Unless in your head, and and this is, and I believe this in her head, she has become so twisted that the dysfunction and the abuse is love right 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 and some people are like that you know they they feel like she truly believes that she is in love and robert is her you know her one true love she could that 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 very well could be you know i mean i've i've unfortunately been around some women who see that abuse and certain forms of abuse as a form of affection or showing that affection you know i, I i've mm-hmm. actually dated a woman before that that really believed that hey if you don't hit me to get me in line then you don't love me like what Hey, <laughs> I ain't going them, them the kind of people you gotta let them go way over there somewhere right. and go go get go get your counseling exactly you know what go get prayer yeah exactly go, go get uh, you some I can't give you what you're looking for I ain't got time for all that dysfunction right stuff. And I ain't trying to get look 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 so here's the thing now I'm not trying to correct nobody if I gotta fight you then we got a problem you know, if I got to slap you or spank you, I am not your daddy. I am not your mama. If I got to slap you or something, it's a problem, number one. Number two, as a black man, do you think I feel like just just so happy you might be like, oh, I ain't like the way that you corrected me this time. Let me call the police. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't want to go that route. You know, that's too much of a chance. You know, that's way too much of a chance. So, yeah, I, I don't get it. But some people do 
get that whole, um, they, they feel like any form of affection or any form of attention is a sign of affection. So even mm-hmm. R. Kelly or Robert, as they like to say, is, you know, treating him the way they are and all that, all, you know, that he is, they feel like, hey, well, at least he cares. Or Now, Azra, like I said, looks like she woke up and she like, Robert been lying to y'all the whole time. He's been lying to y'all the whole time. I was like, well, part of me was like, that poor girl, look at her. She just, my goodness, thank, thank you, clap, clap. I'm so glad you're starting to wake up. The other part of me was like, you traitor. <laughs> you know? No, and the reason why I say that, no, not for me. I feel like she should have did what she did. The problem is, now all of a sudden you want to flip that narrative. You know, now all of a sudden you want to be like, okay, I'm not, no, I'm not, okay, let me clarify. Not coming from me. The other part of me was like, I know Jocelyn and R. Kelly and them are feeling like, oh, you traitor. You know? Of course. You know, they, like, you turned your back on us, you did this and you did that, you know? So, I mean, it's good. Well, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a cult without right. it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good thing. I think it's it's a it's a positive step. Well, it's a step in a positive direction for her. I don't think that in the long run it's going to make that much of a difference. You know what I think is happening though? I really believe that she is waiting to get her deal to be on that third that surviving R. Kelly, that third one. And she might be yeah. one. Or she might parlay this into her own reality show. To be honest. Right. And I, I I mean, I'm just, I'm happy. I'm happy to see her out of there. That's all I care about. She's out of there. Whatever she do after that, that uh, I'm not really concerned. I'm just happy that she finally came back to reality. She's back with her yeah. family and she's getting back on track. And I'm praying that Jocelyn do the same yeah. thing. Yeah. And, and I was just, I wasn't even too much worried about the fighting and what they fighting about. I was just glad to know that they're getting the hell out of right. it. Well, you know what, though? I, I can say that I'm glad. I'm praying for them. I think it's a good thing that they're out of there. I am concerned what happens after. And the reason why I'm concerned is because they're, they're now about to get out of the supervision. And even though it was, you know, a wretched type of supervision that they had with R. Kelly, they're about to get into a world where people really don't care about you. And when they start giving them these reality deals and all that kind of stuff, and then they're going to really be around some shady people. They may not be in a sex cult, but they're going to be around some people that ain't going to be doing nothing but trying to get in their pocket, try to get everything they can from them and try to ride them until they can't ride that whole uh, controversy no more. So I'm escaped for them. I pray that they they. I don't think so because I because I I see I see the type of man that uh, Azrael's father is, and I I don't know. I if if he's if he has gotten a relationship back with her where she's listening to him and respecting his opinion. I don't see her going all that far to the left. Right. And that's what we hope. We I hope that she's... Because right now, what they need, they need their family. They need to be around those people that actually care and actually give a damn about them. You know, like, she needs to be around her dad. She needs to be around that structure. Like I say, my fear mm-hmm. is that she is going to get blinded by the fact that these people are offering her... Because you know they're coming with millions. Like, hey, 
You know, let's mm-hmm. do this reality show. Let's do this, and you're gonna be the star, and you're gonna be able to, you know, spill whatever tea you had, and we're gonna give you this, we're gonna give you that. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm nervous. Yeah, but her, her daddy her daddy gonna let her know, oh yeah, if you if if they want your story, and there's money to be made off of it, then we gonna name our own terms. Right, and that's, good thing. And that's what I liked about him during this whole ordeal. He didn't he didn't let people take his words out of context and spin it for their own, you know, um anytime somebody says something about him or about his daughter, about his family, he would always come back and say, Look, people gonna say what they wanna say to spin the story how they wanna right. spin it, but I'm gonna tell y'all the right, real. Right, right. This is and you know, people saying that I said certain things, he'll get on his IG and be like, Look. I, I, I got respect for old girl, but that story she said and said what I said, no, that's not what I said. Right, exactly, exactly. So, but yeah, I mean, all we can do is hope, pray. So, and, you know. <laughs> well, that's that on that. We praying for y'all. I'm glad to see y'all out of this situation. And yep. um, all love, all love to, to Jocelyn and Azrael for getting up out of there. We're talking. Right. We're on to our next subject now tonight. We're gonna be talking about. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Should a man have the right to stop the woman that's pregnant with his child from having an abortion if Ooh. he wants to have that child and raise that child? Say, for instance, the woman doesn't want the child, but he does. Right. And what if it's a situation where, you know, he's been told all his life he can't even have kids. And then all of a sudden this happens where he has a chance to have a child and this woman doesn't want it. I mean, does does he have the right, you know, to stop her from aborting his child if he wants to have that child? What, you do, know what? what do you think about that? You know what? So... Here's my thing. Um, I'm all about women's rights. You know, I mean, me personally, my personal feelings have nothing to do with my political feelings on it. I feel like women should have the right to get an abortion if they want to. Um, I personally am not of the opinion that it is something that I would want to have happen. I don't think it's right. I don't think, you know, whatever. Here's my thing, though. As a man, if you are willing and you want to have your this 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 baby you want to have this child and the woman's like well i don't want to have it you're basically in a bad situation because you can't force that woman to have that baby do i think it's right no i think that if you had the 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 grown decency to lay down with somebody then you have the grown decency and the responsibility to sit down with that person if you have in a situation like this and say, okay, how are we going to handle this? Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest, I don't think of, I think a man has the right. If he's saying, hey, look, I understand if you feel like you're not ready for this child and you don't want to have this baby, but if that's the case, when you have the baby, give it to me. I'll take care of the baby. You know, I think that's a better solution. Um, now, there'll be women who don't want that. 
It would be like, well, you know, I understand giving this baby to you after I had a baby, but but damn, I gotta go through nine months of pregnancy, nine months of sleepless nights, nine months just to get to this point before I can give this baby to you and not just give it to you. There's a lot of women who are open that, you know, especially if they don't want kids. And there's that does happen. Sometimes, you know, women don't want kids. This goes back to the responsibility. If you're going to lay with somebody, you better have that conversation and know, hey, look, this is a possibility. I could get pregnant. Um, but short answer to the question in that scenario, I do believe that it. I, if I was a man, I'd be mad if a woman decided to go have an abortion and didn't tell me or, you know, had an abortion, even though it was against my wishes for her to have that abortion. I feel like. I would be, you know, willing to take care of that child. But now if a man decides that, oh, well, I'm not going to take care of the child. I'm not going to take that responsibility of myself, you know, but I want you to have a baby. Then I feel like the woman is whatever, you know, within within her rights to say, you know what, I, I may terminate this pregnancy because I don't believe that you're going to be here to, you know, assist me with this child. Right. Well, as a woman... I feel I'm torn torn because I feel (laughs) I feel both sides of it right right and I don't feel like one person's side is more important than the other ones because like like you said we both made a decision to have sex unprotected sex in most cases there could be a case where you were using protection and and something didn't work out it didn't work and you ended up pregnant anyway Um, if that happens then I would probably be more understandable for the woman but if it was a situation where y'all were both having unprotected sex you knew what the outcome could be and she decides she don't want to have the baby but he wants it I don't know. I would feel bad for him. I would feel bad for him. All right. All right. All right, listening audience, we are back. We had a little technical difficulty. It looks like we lost our connection, but we are back on track. Right. We're just going to pick up exactly where we left off. We were talking about, you know, should a man have a right to stop a woman from having an abortion with his child if he wants the child and she doesn't? And um, like I was saying, from from a woman's perspective, I feel on both sides and I see I see the validity from both sides as a woman. If I don't want to go through with a pregnancy um, for whatever the reason might be. I mean, it could be health reasons, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I would, I would, I would venture to say that the man should probably understand if it's for health reasons, if it could cause her to, you know, die to bring him a baby into the world. Would he, would he want her to die and keep the pregnancy to bring him a child into the world? Um, If it was, and then, you know, it's going to, it'll get into this slippery slope because this could become like, like looking at the way 
that the lawmakers are going now, the trend that they're going into, this could become an issue where they pass a law where the man has legal rights to stop a woman from aborting his child. So if that if that happens, you know, I yeah. mean, she could find herself in a situation where regardless, like say for instance, you get raped. Right. I'm pretty sure the law wouldn't cover that because he he would probably get get prosecuted for yeah, the exactly. rape. So he wouldn't have legal rights to make her keep a baby that he raped her to get. Right, right, but, right. Yeah, I, I, I'm not so. I just kind of circle back on what you were saying just a second ago. I really believe that it's a, if it's a scenario where the the mother of the child is in danger health-wise, like she could die losing the baby, I mean, you know, trying to give birth or something like that, I really believe that no, you shouldn't have the option because that's something that will directly affect her, her life you know, and mm-hmm. that she, she could lose her life doing it, and I feel like it's in you know, in every right that she has and, and you as a human being should be like, you know what, I understand you shouldn't be mm-hmm. like, well, you're going to have my baby anyway. What kind of violence is that? Just <laughs> be like, okay, I understand. You know, I, I, and I, I get it. I get it. I get it. You know, sometimes guys don't really like their baby mama all that much. You know, you might right. be like, well, hey, if I have the kid, it's not that big a loss to lose a baby mama. Stop it. All right? <laughs> Let's, think. Let's try to be civil here and try to be a human being and say, you know what? I understand, you know, if it's, if your life is in danger, then yes, yeah, of course it's going to be yours above the baby. You know? All that mm-hmm. note, I will say that if you are in a situation, like you described a second ago, where, you know, you just decided that, you know, hey, I, I don't really like this person anymore. You know, I don't like this man and I want to go ahead and get this abortion. And this man is sitting here like perfect example of this. Let's say, for instance, your sugar daddy, uh, Earl from down the street. <laughs> he's 48 years old. You didn't use no protection because you figured Earl 48 years old. You know what I'm saying? And he looked like he's 53. He's just my sugar daddy. He probably shooting blanks anyway. So you go in unprotected and bam, now you got Earl baby that's going to be coming. So you like, okay, what am I gonna do? Well, I don't wanna have no baby with Earl. Earl is 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 uh, ancient. He ain't gonna be able to do nothing with the baby. He ain't gonna be able to take the baby on no bike rides. The baby gonna have to tow him on a stroll. So what am I gonna do? Well, if Earl say, well, you know what, I want that baby. You know, that's the that's the only baby that I've ever had. I want that baby. It should be in Earl's right to say, hey. You know, this woman cannot go and have this abortion. You know, I think a lot of women's rights groups, especially, tend to look at that scenario as restricting a woman's rights. You know, mm-hmm. she, she shouldn't have to kowtow to the desires of any man. But the, the thing is, you're not kowtowing to his desires. You're looking at, you guys made a mutual agreement to lay down together and do the nasty. So just mm-hmm. when y'all made that mutual agreement, once you did that with that person, it was almost like signing a document. So whatever comes of this little scenario, that we have equal parts in it, you know? So I think the man has equal parts. If he says, you know, if Earl say, I want that baby, and, you know, even if you like, well, I don't want my sugar daddy to be having my baby, guess what? <laughs> Actually, that's what it is, you know? Because, and you don't have to deal because with it. it. 
the opposite the opposite happens and we see that happen all the time where right, right. you get pregnant the man doesn't really want to go through with the pregnancy but the woman has all rights to keep her baby right so she keeps the baby and then she makes him legally and financially responsible for taking care of a child that he told her he didn't want so if we're gonna look at it from that perspective I mean I'm a woman and I'm all for women's power but that's kind of unequal because if I can force a man into having a child that he didn't want why should I be also empowered to take away his choice of having a child when he wants one oh okay so that's a that's a whole nother can of worms right there so mm-hmm. personally i feel like okay so this 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 actually asks the question and this is a, a kind of like i guess a hybrid of the question that initially was asked mm-hmm. say for instance a man is like you know what i don't want this child i don't want this mm-hmm. child i i don't want to have anything to do with it or whatever the woman says well you know what i'm having this child i'm having this baby and because he's she's having this baby this man is responsible for mm-hmm. everything that happens if she decides i want to put him on child support if she decides mm-hmm. i want you to go do this i want you to go do that then you're going to do it even though you didn't consent technically to wanting to have this baby you're like you know what i don't want it well guess what too bad so sad so right. that's how it works in the opposite direction. So if that's mm-hmm. the case, then if a man decides, well, I want you to have this baby for me, you know, then you, and I, I don't want to use the word obligated because I don't want people to think like this is something, but he should have a right to intervene in that scenario if he says, you know, I want this baby, I will take care of this baby but I want you to have this baby. Like I said, when y'all decided to lay down and knock the boots, then, you know, that's what we say back in the day, right? Knock the boots. No, that's not what we say today. No, 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 no. That's what we used to say back in the day. Not today. Oh, oh back in the day. I thought you said today. Look, 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 if that's the case, then the man should have the right to say, hey, you know what? I want you to have this baby. And, you know, he should be able to take some sort of legal stance in that scenario. You know, and I think, like I said, I think a lot of like women's rights groups feel like that is impeding on a woman's right. But in all honesty, you know, the second that you lay down with somebody, you are signing a nonverbal contract that basically states that we are in agreement to whatever happens in this whole scenario, then we just gonna have to face the ramifications of it. And even if that means that I'm about to have a baby with my sugar daddy Earl down the street, who really, you know, ain't, can't even run behind a bike. He can't do that. <laughs> you know? I mean, he, like what I said, 53, he's 70. Let's, let's say Earl's 70 years old. You really going out there bad for that one. But let's just say, <laughs> he's 70 years old, you know, but Earl paying that rent. And, but you don't want to have a baby with Earl, but guess what? Unfortunately, the way this whole thing is set up, because you decided to not enter into that, that's what we should consider sex. We should consider sex as a nonverbal contract. That nonverbal contract, uh, you know, basically states that whatever comes from this, 
we both have to face the ramifications and make decisions together based on what the outcome is. So if we have a baby together, then contractually, <laughs> I have the right to say, you know, I want you to keep the baby. Right. So, yeah, that's, that's um, my problem. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's a, huh, it's a, it's, it's kind of, uh, you know, it's, it, and it's going to be different for every situation, every situation. It's not going to be cut and dry. It's going to be different for everybody's situation. So you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. I saw it say reconnected. Yeah, I saw that too. I think it's a Zencaster thing. I think it's a Zencaster thing because everything else is running fine on my, on my top. So it might be something going on with Zencaster. Okay. Yeah, so I think it's not going to be just cut and dry for everybody. It's going to be... So, I mean, I don't know. I can't say that. I can't say definitively if if the man should have the right. I can't say if he shouldn't. I just think it's something that needs to be really looked at and thought about because, Mm -hmm. you know, if we can... If we as women have the right to bring a child into this world when the man is against it then why should we have you know the choice to oh gosh <laughs> no I saw it too I saw it too as long as it's still recording I'm good okay I see yeah. it's it's, 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 give, it's making my nerves bad I'm not I think it's good I think it's good yeah, so so that's how I feel about that. Like if if we if we can if we can decide that we're gonna have this child, if you I don't care if you don't want me to, I'm gonna have it. Then when we decide we don't want to have it, why shouldn't he have the right? You know, if exactly. he wants it, exactly. And, and I feel like that's how that should go. Yeah, I agree. Um, I completely agree. I think that's the and and you know what though, I think that uh, you know legally that should be something that's looked at because we we always look at the side of the woman in that scenario Mm -hmm. but we don't really look at it from the side of the man because there's a lot of abortions that happen that you know the men don't necessarily want that to go on they don't Mm -hmm. or they knew nothing about it they knew nothing about it i i you know and and that's that's the sad part is There's that, plenty of men out there that done had kids. They they don't know. They don't know, about it. <laughs> they, know they ever had somebody pregnant. Right, right. I actually had a scenario happen to me like that when I was, I must have been like my early, I was at LSU still. Mm-hmm. And no, 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 no. I was, I was out of LSU by then. But the girl told me that she had had an abortion like maybe three or four months after the fact. And I was just like, okay, so hmm. I don't think I needed to know this? You know? Now, wow. that being said, the reason she had the abortion is because she was dating like three other people too. So she Oh, wow. So, you know, but at the same time, and, and to be honest, the timelines didn't really match up because right. it couldn't have, technically couldn't have been me with the timeline. Okay. But that being said, you still should have said something to me about it instead of telling me three or four months down the line 
you know, like, okay, because what if that was something that I, you know, I've, I've never had kids. I really want a child or whatever, you know? Uh, I mean, what, how would that I guess, because I guess she didn't want to have to bring y'all on Maury. Well, well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, this might not be the best example, but I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, straight up doing something, I, I would have been. Um, I used to get so sick of that Maury stuff. Like, there's, I mean, you know, I don't, I know that maybe two or three is doable. But if you don't brought 10 men on the show and you still haven't found the baby daddy, this is getting ridiculous. Right, right. You really need to self-evaluate yourself, man. And, and, but to me, I just don't, it's, it's not believable to me like Mari. Right, Mari. Mari, you know better. You know doggone well this girl ain't sat up there and had sex with no fifteen people in a month's time. Right. I mean, I know it's possible, but I just, I just don't believe it. You know what? As soon as you said that, I thought about it. Like, hey, now you say that. It's possible, but I was like, this is just getting ridiculous. You can't keep bringing the same girl on here with all these different dudes. I used to be sitting there like practicing my pop a lot. Just in case I got called on board, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> not the father, so I could get that little, <laughs> you know, do my little break dance thing. <laughs> you know? Hey, 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 thank you so much for staying tuned with us. If you need to take a bathroom break, go get you some more water, some tea, some coffee, whatever you need to do, just pause it and come back and listen to us finish this awesome discussion. We're going to close it out real strong for you. Come on back. We did complete the last topic, you right. know, about the uh, the abortion topic. So now we're getting into the topic. Um, should we be doing criminal background checks on potential mates and dates? Oh, and, this, this is a good one. This is right. A good one. Hold on. So let me pull because I, I am charging my phone. Let me pull this whole thing out. I'll be back in about. Give me a minute in twenty seconds. I okay. know real specific. <laughs> but give me a minute and twenty seconds. I'll be right, right back. Okay. So, audience, while Gator is is doing his interlude or intermission, um, I'm a, I'm gonna break down this this topic to y'all for uh, a little more clarification. So, we're gonna be talking about. Should we be doing criminal background checks on our dates? And what if you find something that's like really serious, like murder, rape? You know, what do you do with that information? And when you find something in their background check, what do you consider to be so serious that you cannot consider yourself moving on into a relationship with this person? Um, My take on it is if I feel the need to have to do a criminal background check on somebody, it's probably uh, I probably already have like 
red flags and indicators that something is just not right with this person. So I, I, I'm not going to spend my energy doing no criminal background check on somebody who already given me the red flags and the bad feelings that I don't want to move forward with this person. I'm like, I think that's just energy um, not well energy. spent. It's bad yeah. energy. Really bad energy. If you're in a scenario where you feel like, oh, you know, this guy is he's amazing, but I feel like he about to rob somebody one day. Let me go ahead and do a criminal yeah, background on it. brings that on to make you feel like you need to do a criminal background check on somebody because in my mind, if I feel that need, that means something has happened. Something has made me feel weird. Something has made me feel like this guy is not upfront and forthcoming about his past and so if I've gotten those feelings I don't need to do a criminal background check I'm just I just know I don't need to keep moving forward with this person right you don't need to be with that person at all if it's a scenario like that I feel personally not just the criminal background check I, I okay so maybe not the criminal background check I feel like these days it's not a bad idea to do a credit check on the person that you gonna be with, you know, or that you're entertaining. And the only reason I say that is because, you know, you never, in my past experience now, you you, you end up with people who, I've been married before. And mm-hmm. I had my ex-wife, we had, a, we decided to file bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. And she, I didn't realize, like I had like two, accounts that I was like, oh, I want to go ahead and get this off my credit. And, you know, it, and they they came after me for something because they found out that we were married. So it was mm-hmm. like we had a, a creditor was saying, I think I owed like like six G's or something. And, and she was like, we need to go ahead and do bankruptcy because it's just garnishing our wages, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. I didn't realize, like when they when we pulled all of our stuff to put in the bankruptcy, she had four pages of items, <laughs> 30, thirty-six items all together. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> you know, and and if I would have known that <laughs> at the time, I might have been like, you know, this is the reason why you're not so good with money. This is the reason why we have these issues when it comes to being truthful about where our finances are going. Because when we're in a house together, that every financial decision should be made together, at least any you know large financial decision. And I was running into scenarios, which is part of the reason we're, that we got divorced. I was running into scenarios where she was like giving $1,200 on furniture. And I'm like, well, wait, what is this? Oh yeah, uh, I went ahead and bought this. Oh, we didn't have the money in the budget to buy that. But I mean, we financing it, so it's all right. It ain't like we gotta pay twelve hundred dollars all at once. No, that's not the point. <laughs> you See, know, the, when you're when you're explaining it and laying that out, in my mind, I'm already saying, like, she showed you before doing the credit check what her behaviors and her issues were so when you did see all of those items in it that should have been like 
<laughs> uh, well, I was expecting this anyway. Cause look how you act. Look what you do. Right. <laughs> right. But see, that's the thing. It's really been a surprise. Right. That's right. But here's the thing: if I would have done that credit check before we decided to get married and get into a real, like, you know, lengthy relationship, then that might have been something. That might have been a red flag. That I, I mean, let's be honest. I probably still would ignore the red flag. But I'm just saying. <laughs> exactly. It would have been a red flag that I could have been like, you know what? I should have known that. And these days, especially, it, it, it's really important to get. That's why I'm not completely against doing a criminal background check on somebody, because we got people who catfish these days. We got people who lie. We got people who move from state to state. They, you know, they one person in one state, another person in another state. And I know mm -hmm. that for a fact because I've dealt with people, especially here in Atlanta. In Atlanta, mm -hmm. that's what people make a living off of. You know, in their city, they was a bum or they was, you know, out there in the streets bad or they was, you know, a, a criminal or they, you know, whatever. And then they get down here and they're a whole different person. You know, <laughs> but you don't know that history until you, you know, I dated a girl one time. I didn't know she had stabbed somebody before. She had a criminal <laughs> record. She had shanked the hell out of a dude before. And I mean, if I would have known that, I probably would not have decided to enter into a relationship with this person. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, unfortunately, I survived. But I'm just saying, <laughs> what if I wouldn't have? What if I would have said something to trigger her? And next thing you know, I'm on street beat. <laughs> you know? I, I look at it, I look at it differently now. Like, way um like in my 20s and early 30s i looked at it that way but the way i look at it now is like back then i needed that proof because i didn't have nothing else to go on i couldn't trust my own instincts i didn't right. trust my own judgment so i needed concrete proof in order to prove to me if somebody's who they say they are. But now, at this point in my life, I don't need all of that. Right. I well, observe so much. I pick up on the smallest things about people to where when it don't feel right to me, I I, I, don't, I don't need paperwork. I don't need investigation. <laughs> I already know what I need to know because I've been through this plenty of times and I know what the signals are. I know the signals that I have ignored in the past always came back to bite me in the ass. So when they, right. when they show themselves to me now, I don't second guess them whatsoever. I I believe in them. And right, so, right. <laughs> so many people say, you know, you need to do background checks. You need to ask all the questions. I'm like, I, 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 I know all I need to know by observing. And that's why it bothers me when how the dating scene is now while people want to date you over text messages and over the, the internet. No, 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 sir. We're going to spend time together in person. I want to see your body, re you know, your body um, language. I want to be around you in different situations in life. That's going to tell me what kind of person you are. Um, but that's why people like to hide behind the text messages and the online profiles. Right, because they know if you get into, um, you know, face to face situations with people, they're gonna see the real you. 
Right, right, right. You can learn a lot by somebody's gesticulations, things that they say or just, just I mean, that they say, you know, over the phone doesn't necessarily, or even by text, doesn't necessarily say, the, give you the whole picture. It's better to be mm -hmm. around somebody to learn them and, you know, and to kind of sense where they're coming from. I mean, and the, and the things that they say when they're just in normal conversation and they don't realize that they're giving you clues into who they are though that's the kind of stuff i pick up on like in just regular conversation and we're talking and they might say something offhand and um and, and to them it's no big deal but to me i'm like mm, clue mm, another clue right right but you know what not everybody has into the intuition like that though i mean you you've been through it so you're kind of like you know what i'm kind of hone my senses a little bit you know mm -hmm. I, I ain't gonna lie my spidey sense don't work like that all the time so I'm gonna, <laughs> you know what? i need to make sure that i trust but verify so I, you know, that's why now it's not even like a and, and, and it may sound a little bit like you you know to run a credit check a lot of times you got to get somebody's social security number so they like i can go up to somebody and say hey um yeah <laughs> exactly so social how are you getting all this information what the social is you know blah, 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 blah. but at the same time if it is something where i just you know consider okay i'm gonna be in a long term you know mm -hmm. something that, okay if we're gonna be making investments together if we're gonna be doing these then i i do want to know where we stand from the get-go you know right yeah, my credit is a one but i'm just saying <laughs> that you know <laughs> we want to make sure that we are at least on some good footing i, I want to make sure that you ain't got like like my ex wife 36 accounts that is that's where that saying comes from when they say love is blind mm -hmm. because you saw all of the signs right well no 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 here and here's the thing i didn't see them until we had already gotten married and all that kind of stuff like we didn't do the bankruptcy until after we got married so it's like oh ooh. but when we got married that's when there was a whole scenario where you know money just randomly disappeared and going to here yeah. go to there we got how we got loans out i don't even know how what loans we got what was it <laughs> oh know? she was getting loans without telling you oh it was all kind of crazy stuff going on yeah indeed it was all yeah. kind of crazy stuff. well but, when she yeah. married you she figured I got access to a whole new social security number. I don't mess mine up. Now let me use yours. <laughs> right. Exactly what it was, you know. Exactly uh, was. But you know, you 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 live and you learn. You mm -hmm. That's why I, I don't hate it. If a woman decides they want to run somebody's criminal background, I, I don't hate it. Go ahead and do that. I mean, now. Like by the same token, if a man and I really wish I would have done this before, ran a background check. <laughs> like I say, that girl that was from uh from God, where was she from? Cleveland. She was from Cleveland, and her record up there was pretty bad. I didn't know that, you know. But the crazy thing about you know what the craziest thing about that, and and this is from my own personal experience, you can go and do a bunch of investigating on people and find out some stuff about them that they weren't forthcoming on. 
and still continue to move forward with them like you didn't know that shit. Right, right. And I told you that before, like, you know, like I would have I would have paid attention to the red flags, probably not. I would have mm-hmm. been like, oh, okay, well, you know, I just look, I would have pulled my Ralph Transman again. Girl, I know you got a past <laughs> problems in the past, but you know what? You just needed a man like me to come in and take that hate out your heart. That's all. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. So think we can save people and change people because when I was with my ex-husband, I was I was the uh, I should have been a a professional private eye because I could find out some info. <laughs> you said I could find out some info. <laughs> I would get all the concrete evidence I could get, and it still didn't make me leave. Right, right. Records. I had access to online text messages. I could read all his incoming and outgoing text messages. I had the code to his voicemails. So I had access to all of that stuff. And I knew all, everything that he was doing. I knew the women's names. I knew the times and the places. But I just became consumed with gathering all this information to plead my case to him to show him I know this is what you're doing. I just need you to say, yes, this is what I'm doing. I'm guilty. We and just he would never him up in the lie, basically. Right. It's like we're in a court of law and I'm bringing all this evidence and they're still over there saying not guilty. Wasn't me. Right. That, that's <laughs> right. Circumstance of evidence. Objection, your honor. That, that, that was illegal search. Everything I bring to him, you throwing it out of court. And that's how it was. It was like I was running myself crazy. I had all this evidence, but I still continued to stay. Right, 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 right. You you knew what was going on. If you if you're doing all of that investigating, you already know. You just just don't don't be with that person because if you got to do all that they not right for you if they give you pause if they give you a reason to have to double check what they're saying yeah too much uh, leave it alone right now that now that does bring up a good point though you bring up a good point with that if, if you feel like okay i mean we're, we're we're looking at it from the perspective of you know just being on the safe side with somebody but mm-hmm. you shouldn't have to have that you shouldn't have to have that feeling like should i check this person's credit to make sure that they're okay should mm-hmm. i make sure that this person ain't stabbed a couple people up there in the state <laughs> you know that but you shouldn't have to do that because you should if you have well i'm not gonna lie i didn't have any warning on that one she just <laughs> she didn't seem like the person who was stabbing mugs, but guess what? She was the person who was stabbing people. So you know, and you I, know what I think about that is it's because of we're in the society like like we said last week, the microwave society. Instead mm-hmm. of taking the real time and energy that it really takes to get to know a person. We want to speed up the process mm-hmm. and go behind their back and find out information about them that we can find out from them if we take the time to do it. But we don't want to take that time. All right, right, right. But, but I mean, even then, though, I mean, I, I know with this particular girl, I didn't know she was crazy until like maybe six months into the relationship. 
Mm, I don't really believe well, you, George. Well, here, here's the thing. So, you know how we talk about people showing them, they're giving you their representative initially. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it was. Oh, she's just the sweetest person. Oh, she's just, you know, she'll give the shirt off her back to help you out and all that kind of stuff. I, I won't even say six months. I say it was probably four months into it. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how, I can't even remember how the argument started, but it was an argument about her coming to my place. Mm-hmm. And she. Oh, no, no, it was about me going to her place because she was embarrassed by her her house. This Mm -hmm. is the story, quote unquote. Ah. By her house. And I was like, well, no, it's not no big deal. Hey, if you need me to help, you know, clean up, it ain't no big deal. You know, truthfully, I'm sitting here like, look, I've been dating this girl for four months. I don't even know what the inside of her house look like. Let me try to see what's happening. Let me find out she got some body. (laughs) So. I mean, she had a fit. No, you can't get him out. She started throwing stuff at me. I'm like, oh, shoot. Wait a minute. Really? Wait, wait, wait. That was the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, but by this time, we've been together for four months. I'm like, okay, well, maybe, you know, maybe she's really sensitive about her place. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Wow. I mean, but, but yeah, I, nobody should be that sensitive about that. <laughs> you know? they do they do that was it that was that would have been like oh oh nope don't want to go in there don't want to go there but you know what (laughs) that warning sign paid to be true because Mm -hmm. when i saw the way her house looked and she was coming around (laughs) my place like "Mm -hmm. nope nope (laughs) i think the nastiest house i'm like Okay, CD. I'm not look. Mm-mm. No, no, no. <laughs> you can't keep your house looking like that with plates everywhere. She was wondering why her, 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 the house had roaches. Mm-hmm. I can tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> so for you, say 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 for instance, you are dating somebody. Mm-hmm. You you do decide I want to do a background check on this person and you find something what would be what would what would be something in the criminal background check that would make you just run the other way and what would be something that you would be like oh that ain't too bad murder (laughs) 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 you're gonna kill somebody then you know what that should give me pause that should give anybody pause like if they didn't kill somebody but yeah. what if it what if it was an instance of like self defense, but you didn't you didn't get more information on it because you got the info from the background check instead of asking the person directly. So as soon as you see murder, you run. But then later you might find out that this person had a gun on my head. Hmm. See, and I shot them or something like that. What if it's a situation like that? Do you, once you see the criminal background check, do you ask them about it or do you just act on it and 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 leave them alone? <laughs> look, look, look. This is uh, Georgia is a um, a uh, ready to work state, and mm-hmm. uh, we we have the the freedom of just terminating your um, your employment. <laughs> 
at any moment for any reason. You know, so that's exactly what would happen. They'd be like, you know, <laughs> terminate this relationship. I'm sorry, you know. I just and and the reason why because I, look, I don't want to be the next one to go. You know, yeah. <laughs> well, it, well, maybe if you don't pull no gun on her, she won't pull no gun on you. <laughs> right, you know. But, but here's the thing: I don't want to be look. Just in case that story is is a little sketchy, I don't want to be on the other side of it. You know, <laughs> just in case. So I'll I'll choose to be like you know. I mean, you killed someone. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. I can't. You know. I so mean, what would be something that you would say? Ah, oh, that ain't that bad. I could still talk to her. Like, you know, maybe, you know, theft, shoplifting, or, um, you know, maybe, well, no, no, I, don't, I don't even know about vehicular homicide, because I got hit by a car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That just means they got bad aim. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, yeah, yeah, those, those would be pretty bad. Um, I don't know about any felonies. Felonies got a problem, because then... I'm thinking about okay, well, if we want to invest in a house or something together later in life, that might be harder. Um, right. Hmm. You know what? Other than other than murder, there's not a whole lot of other. <laughs> you know, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I wonder though, with the scenarios with you know people being like aggressive and like I say, that girl had shanked a couple people. I didn't even realize she had stabbed somebody. She had a history. That was different. Okay, so so, uh, was, so these people she stabbed were they males, females? Was, was it in male, a yeah? One was a male, one was a female. But all I knew is that the one that was a male was somebody she was in a relationship with. Yeah, that's wow. all I really needed to know at that time. But I didn't. So know I guess the female, female was somebody he was cheating with, messing with. Uh oh, I don't know. I I, I don't. I never even. I think that was somebody she just got in a fight with. Um, yes, indeed. So she just she carried that thing around with her. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, must have been. She no, shoot, she, she ready to roll. She slashed my tires on more than one occasion. Oh yeah, she carried that around with her. Then yeah, yeah. yeah. she slashed. She had it on. She had it on her body. I know ready people to be go. like, look, I, I know people be like, man, George, you've been through some bull. Yes, I have. <laughs> That's why I say, because because you don't you don't read red 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 flags well. You know what? I probably didn't back then, especially. <laughs> you know, like I said, I don't just talk to people. I testify because I've been through all those things. It's not somewhere. It's like you know, you can say that because you ain't been through. Oh no, trust me, I've been through it. You know, I definitely been through it. That red flag, I didn't read very well, and I really wish I would have re-examined that thing. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of red flags that's a good segue into our final topic of the night yeah. <laughs> uh -oh. it's talking about we gonna pose this question to everybody I, I want I want to I want to get a section a session um, where we do get people to um, send in their voice messages kind of give us y'all take on the topics of the night I want to hear some of y'all's take and some of y'all insight and opinions on this topic but this one tonight this last one i really want to hear why is there a double standard when men and women experiment sexually with the same sex so for instance when women you know kiss other women or they you know they have sexual experience with another woman 
they don't get labeled as gay for the rest of their life. You know, it's like, oh, she's experimented with girls. She went on, she got married and had a family. You know, that was something in her past that was just playing around. But in the same token, when we find out a man has experimented in his past with another man, mm-mm, for the rest of his life, he is gay. Ooh. What listening audience, how y'all feel about that? And I'm gonna tell y'all my personal opinion. It's a double standard, but that's how I feel. I I cannot, (laughs) (laughs) I cannot see a man in any other light when he has sexually been involved with another man. You know, and me and my friend were just talking about this the other day. It's a visual that I can never get out my head. <laughs> right, I'm, right, right. I'm gonna always be seeing him. It, it, I just never. I can't do it. I can't. Right. right. <laughs> so, so we uh, on our podcast yesterday on the now five podcast. By the way, we uh, we talked about this about the double standard, basically, mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. You know, there there is on some subjects and some topics, um, there is a double standard with men and women. Um, mm-hmm. To be completely honest, this is one of those where I feel like the double standard may be completely justified because I feel <laughs> like women feel the same way too. Women are like, you know, if, if a man comes up to me and he's been with another man before, then mm-hmm. we don't have some issues. You know what I'm saying? So I we mean, don't I, have no issues. We're not gonna have nothing. We're not gonna have, look, we're not gonna have no issues. We just basically <laughs> ain't gonna have nothing. And that's nothing. what it is, you know. I mean, a guy, if a guy knows that a girl has been with another, but okay, here's the thing. There's a double standard, but then again, it's not as much of a double standard as you think, Erica. Because Why not? if a guy has been uh, a guy's with a girl and he finds out that that girl has been with another woman before, mm-hmm. then Anytime that girl goes out with her friends, anytime that girl goes anywhere, that guy's wondering, well, is she going to be with another girl this time? Mm-hmm. So we don't see it as like a, uh, I mean, we'll still go ahead and date that girl, but at the same time, we'll look, we'll, we'll always be nervous about her being with, with her girls, quote unquote. You know, we just have- Well, most of them is like, they, because- mm-hmm. Most of them think it's a it's a, a open door to have more than one woman at a time anyway. Well, some guys like, oh, some well, guys she do. like girls, then she could bring girls home for me, and we can like the girls together. Nah, nah. I mean, we, we you know, we, <laughs> I've we heard give, a lot of men say that. <laughs> we give that that impression, but guys who've actually been in that position, they mm-hmm. sit there and they be like. Hmm, because I know a few. I know a few guys who, who have been into that whole thing. I know a few guys who've been into the swinging thing. And mm-hmm. one of the things that a lot of the, the guys, um, I know two as a matter of fact, that have real that, that I'm real good friends with. And one of the things that they brought up was that it's harder for them to deal with, you know, the girl having friends that are that are that are women because mm-hmm. they're always thinking, well, what's going on when I'm not there? <laughs> you know, like, right. like dealing with another woman, you know. So, I mean, I get that part. I think that men do feel a, a certain type of way if their girl has experimented with being with other women before. But we don't, 
it's not as strong a backlash as it would be if it was the opposite. If a woman knew that a guy was experimenting with being with other guys, I mean, a woman is going to be like, look, you are not man enough for me because a real man wouldn't do nothing like that. Right. You know? And it ain't I mean, never going to be no nice where you going out with the boys. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. Well, well, I'm, I'm you go this. out with the boys and you stay out. <laughs> right. Right. I'm going to say this though. See, in Atlanta, it's a crazy, it's a crazy place for that. I mean, there's so much like ratchetness and just filth and disgustingness up here. I mean, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of what they call undercover. Out oh, here. yeah. It's, well, that's that's really all over rampant. though. I know it's it's more rampant there, but it's it's everywhere. We've, yeah. We 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 were talking about that here in our little town. It's, this is a small town, but there there's rumors going around of men and you know um, on the down low, and you know just looking at them, you know from a regular standpoint, you know right. you don't think of them as gay. They don't look gay. Right. Oh, speaking of. What is going on in Baton Rouge? Because I've been seeing these people talking about all of these like undercover exposed pages and all this kind of stuff. I've been oh, like, I hadn't heard nothing about that. Well, I'm look, I'm like, wait, because uh, so it'd be all over my timeline. My father Jay say, yeah, it's bad in Baton Rouge too with that undercover stuff. Yeah. Oh that's Lord. It, it is. It's it's real bad down there from what I'm hearing. But I'm hearing all these expose pages coming out of Baton Rouge and all oh, this. Oh Lord. Really? That's how it's going down. Man, I, look, I'm, I'm, hey, look, I, I, I thought I'd be all right down there. Look, it's, it's, mm, that's it's, terrible. It's, it's spreading, but yeah, I mean, that's why I, th- I, I think that there is a double standard, but I don't think it's as bad as what you think. I think it is pretty bad on the man's side. Like, I think the, the, the perception of what men are. Is mm-hmm. a little bit different than what men actually are when they're put in that position. Like it might sound fun to do threesomes and stuff like that. I've been through that phase before, so I've mm-hmm. done those things before. And mm-hmm. it's not if you are into somebody, if you having a relationship, an actual relationship with a woman, and she says, "Oh, well, you know, I I used to date women or whatever." That's different than saying, oh, I'm going to invite you into my home to have a threesome. That's saying that I experimented with it one time, but I don't think I like that. Well, mm-hmm. in the back of a man's head, every time there's a girl's night, every time, you know, hmm, I wonder if she into some girl. Because it's already bad enough. Men are insecure enough. We already sit there and be like, you know, I wonder what they were hollering at you tonight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> girl, where you going with that dress on looking like that? Where you going mm-hmm. with all the short shorts on, girl? You don't get in here and change, but we already got issues with that. So imagine, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just going out with the girl. Then you coming out there in that little black dress. You know that little <laughs> black dress. You know exactly what the Erica. You know exactly what little black dress I'm talking about too. And mm-hmm. and, and and the dude gonna be sitting there looking like, are you going in that black dress? <laughs> I'm just going by Toya House. You going by Toya House? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> you know. I don't know what's happening. You know, so I mean, but we, we, we are insecure about it. We we are. I think, like I said, women will be to a point where they they say, you know, I can't date that person. Mm-mm, he 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 sugary. 
you know yeah and, and yeah, it, would be just like see it any other way but i think for both men and women it's it's a uh, it's an intimidation factor because for for men um if my woman is attracted to women like what day is it that she might wake up and decide that I just want women and a man can't compete with that because you can't do what a woman does you don't have the body parts a woman has so if your woman is completely decides she wants women then you just you you can't compete with that and the same with a with a woman if you're attracted to men I don't have anything to compete with that uh, right, right, exactly. So, I ain't got nothing that could compete with that scenario. Right, <laughs> right. So that leaves you in a um in a position where you know if he decides he just wants men all together, what can I do but say okay? Because I can't be a man. Right, exactly. So I think that's exactly. where that comes in at. But uh, like that too. Yeah. We sitting there like um I don't. What is it that you like about this woman? You know, what, what, you know. <laughs> men have this, this, and people, y'all gotta understand that men have a different way of thinking about stuff. And people are like, well, men don't think about it as 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 deeply. No, we think about it deeply. We mm-hmm. dwell on a lot of those things. So mm-hmm. if there's a scenario that comes up, we we're gonna think about it. So that means we may not say it, but we're gonna mm-hmm. tell our boys about it. You know, we like right, I say, right. you go out in the short dress, yeah, you, you like, oh, she with the girls, huh? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. And then we get automatically get a picture in our head about what you out there doing with your girls, and it make us mad. We sit there, and we be, <laughs> you know, like, uh, uh-uh. uh, you ain't going out with your girls, uh, uh-uh. uh, nope, that ain't gonna happen, that ain't gonna happen. But we do have that sensitivity to it. You know, it's not just like I say, not just women that like i said women have a, a stronger reaction to it women mm-hmm. are gonna say you know what you sugary i ain't about to mess with you uh-uh get away from me you know <laughs> and but then it's also the, like, the health the health risks of that because yeah yeah you know there is a higher rate of stds and aids and hiv i i'm not no no it's already bad enough for being heterosexual but bringing that element into it no 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 right and 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 that's and i think that's the whole danger about this whole um on the down low Mm -hmm. you know is that women and there's a lot of women that i've encountered who think that they're dealing with guys who are straight up and they you know they 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 miss you should see some of these dudes that i be that be walking around here like you know they tough they got the tats they buff exactly right and they be so oh man a part part of me was yeah i'm gonna say it anyway so they had this guy that i used to work with Mm -hmm. um back in the day and like when I first got up here to Atlanta, and if you looked at him, you would swear that he was like a Hollywood action star. Mm-hmm. Like you would swear that he was the Rock or somebody, and you know, just had a he had a great personality. The women just died over him. They was like, oh my god, he was just so 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. So 
we had a some sort of like Christmas party or whatever. And uh, I don't know if it was a Christmas party. I think something. I know everybody from work was was there, and you know, then the night ended pretty cool or whatever. But that next morning, there's like, well, you heard about Sean's like, what what happened? Man, when he was leaving the party, his girl came up and tried to tried to shank him. Like what? His girl came up on him. So apparently, he had left. The, the, the Christmas party with this other guy and she caught him, I guess, on the GPS. Him mm-hmm. and the other guy and he was going down on the other guy. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I mean, yeah. oh, my God. So, I can't. Yeah. He caught him because she thought he was cheating on her. And so, he was. <laughs> well, he was. He was. But, I mean, she was like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to catch him. So she had the GPS on. Oh, my God. So, uh, apparently she pulled up on him and wow see like, you know. that's something like that's a that's a moment in time where you should be allowed to mentally break and whatever happens in that period of time you're not responsible <laughs> she said you know what <laughs> this, this is one of the times where I want to shoot a nigga I, yeah, I, I was out of my nigga. body right? I just went when this happened I, I don't remember this Oh, he's right. dead? Oh, I don't recall doing that. <laughs> all I see was dread. <laughs> and that's all I see in the air was dreads. And I just like, oh, my goodness. That's yeah. I can't. See, I'm such a I'm such a visual person. And then like when I see something, I can't unsee it. Right. And right. even when I don't see it, when I picture it. I'm like, oh my God, if I was to actually see that, I don't know how to come back from that. How do you come back from that? You can't come back from it. You you can't. I just you can't come back from it. You know, that's that's not something you can you can do. Let me flip the script. If Mm -hmm. it was a guy who walked in on his girl out and fellas who listening, some of y'all is out there, I don't give a damn what you say. If you walk in on your girl and your girl is with another girl, especially they, with a friend, they're not friends, friend, though. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 we not, no, no, don't get me wrong. We we not gonna be quite as mad, Mm-mm. but that's gonna be something that's gonna play in our head forever. We gonna be like, oh, so you and your girl was hooking up then? <laughs> that's, that's what it was, okay. And like I said, you trust me, you'll never be able to walk out the house again. You're going to get 50 questions. You ain't going to be able to walk to your car. Mm. You're going to get 50 questions. Where you going? How long are you going to be there? Mm. Who you going? You sure you going with her? That's all the person you're going to be with? That's another, you know, that's that's exactly what you're going to get. Because see, that's, know, that's the life know. that uh, I don't know why people like to live that way. It's it's like I can't. Like after that, after that once the trust is broken that badly, it's done. You gotta it's- decide. Is it really worth me staying and living in paranoia? Is this person really gonna put in the effort to get my trust back? And nine times out of ten, the person who broke the trust does not want to commit to everything that they really have to do to get that trust back because it's a whole 
lot. Right. I mean, right. actually, once you break somebody's trust, your whole life belongs to them until they feel they can trust you mm-hmm. again. Now, right. who wants to go through that? I'm going to tell you this. It's easier for a woman to regain trust. If that happens to a man, that man is going to never regain trust. He is never going to. Because he's going he's gonna to always be sitting there thinking about the fact that I seen you on top, of, on top of your friend and as a matter of fact having a good time and I can't <laughs> never go get that men are strict well not strictly men are for the most part very visual so if we don't see it then hmm. we can kind of put it out of our mind to be like you know well that's it but once we see something and we witness that it's done so that's, that's something we can't we're not going to be able to do so mm-hmm. if you or that's like if, a, if even if it wasn't a woman, if a if a woman uh, cheated on her her man with another man, I think that's actually even worse. Men can't do it no more. We 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 mm-hmm. and no matter how much we try to come back to that relationship and say that we're good, we are never gonna be good. We are never. It's gonna always. We can. We might be able to coexist, but that same feeling that coexist. Right, that feeling that you had before, you'll never have it again. Right, you, he's you, never gonna yeah. trust. He never gonna trust that woman and the five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten right. that come behind her. He ain't gonna trust them either. Right, 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 <laughs> right. I mean, women are the same way, but I think women have more propensity to heal after you know scenarios like that. I think that women can forgive; they won't forget. But they can't forget. You know why? Men- women are, we have been raised with this idea of the fairy tale man. We have right. been raised with that idea of there is a man out there who is going to give you all the things that you're looking for. You just have to be patient and you have to keep, you know looking and waiting right so right right we're, we're born with and we've been taught that fairy tale so we know how to kind of reset and and say well that that man he's not gonna mess it up for me when i do find the right man i'm not gonna let him mess it up for me because i know that fairy tale is out there for me so right, we, right. we can reset easier yeah, you know, I'm raised with that fairy tale in their heads. So once they have that one bad experience, they're like, "Shoot, all of them like that." Right, it's done. Yeah, all <laughs> of them. You know what I'm saying? That's where guys, guys get excuse my language, but guys be like, "Man, them whole thing, you know, blah blah blah, no no no, man, you know, I, you know that that's what. See, that's what guys benefit and to their detriment end up being around other guys because guys have a tendency to to help heal each other by driving each other and mm-hmm. push each other to be like man get about them you know you know ain't they ain't they ain't nothing anyway blah 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 you know and guys be like you know what that's right <laughs> you know it it makes for a bad dating environment and i talk mm-hmm. about this all the time it's like if we got women out here Cause think about it. I see in any given day, you can see a women's conference about women healing, women getting mm-hmm. over their past, you know, right. women self-improving. I don't see none of that for men. 
I don't see men oh. coming together to help each other heal from past relationships, to help each other heal from their childhood hurts. So we are, if we're producing a society of a bunch of women who are getting in tune with themselves and in healing themselves, but we still got men who are damaged and bitter. Right, right. Who are these going to get with? This is going to get to a point where that's all you're going to run into. It's because the, the, I think we talked about it when we were talking about mental health, basically, you know? Um, you know, because, um, and I've gotten to that point where I don't want to pair myself with a man who has not done his work because now I got to take on his load when I done already got rid of my load. I don't right, want right. to do that. Right, right. But see, men have a harder time dealing with stuff like that. Like I say, we we push each other when we get. Well, you know what I say? We get you know our what I say? Suck it up, buttercup. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah. We be like, oh and, man, and, stop being a bitch. the bullet <laughs> and go and admit that you need some help and go get it. But see, that's the thing, though. When we, you know, like I said, we usually as men. We'll go to other men and be like, man, this is what I got going on, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, our boys will be like, man, stop being a bitch, nigga. Get, Thank get you. That's, 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 see, and it, no, I'm not saying it's healthy, but that's, that's, how, that's how we end up dealing with stuff. And like I said, all it does really at the, at the end of the day is cause more bitter bitterness with men and women. Mm-hmm. So it's, and that 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 has to be dealt with. I'm I'm completely for when we talked about it on the podcast last time. I'm completely for you know men getting these mental health checks. I think men need it more than women. I think oh, yeah. men what they deal with. We need like, a comprehensive plan to have like our 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 mental our mental check. Our brains need to be in in sharp focus. And I mean because I've dealt with it before. I've dealt with depression. I've dealt and with not that. just I their brains like. Thing. Their emotional health. So many men are emotionally handicapped. Yeah. yeah. They've we, been taught that emotion is not for men. They've been taught the way to deal with it is to push it away and suppress it. Right. Move on past it. And mm-hmm. and that's not healthy. And mm-hmm. then hey. when when a woman has been dysfunctional and then she gets out of her dysfunction and realizes what was her issue then when she sees those same issues in that man she's like oh he's not he's he's not a good partner for me because he got all those issues mm-hmm. you know that i just got rid of right and i'm right. not going back there Right, and then you know what? You have every right to not want to go back there. To be honest, you know, I mean, and that's and that's the truth. You know, here's the thing, though. I don't know if I don't know the answer to the question. I don't know if it's a scenario where um, men just need to find better ways to deal with their mental issues, or if women need to be understanding that men do have issues as well. Oh, you we know, know y'all got issues. All the illustrated issues. Y'all got the Vogue yeah. issue. Right. All the right. issues. <laughs> yeah, we got all the issues. We got volumes. <laughs> they just got issues. We got volumes, you know? Yeah. But I think that, you know, it, it, it comes down to whether or not we want to actually heal 
And I I know a lot of men who, who want to. I mean, I, I, I shared this with you last time. I When I was younger, my dad was like, stress? What you talking about stress? You need to be stressed. Stress is good for you. You know, you know, don't you know, let them put you on some crazy pills. Don't you get on no crazy pills. You you know, and, and like I said, but that's what his generation learned. That's what did the generation before him learn. You mm-hmm. just know that the most toxic word, it, it could be the most empowering, but it also could be one of the most toxic words in the vocabulary of black men is the term man up. And right. that that basically because it could be used in a way to where you know, if you're going through any issue that, I mean, it could be issues where you do need some help dealing with it. You might need some counseling. You may need these things. Mm-hmm. But we've been taught as, you know, as black men that, oh, if you got something going on, man, look, you got to be the head. You need to man up. You need to do. And I think what we, we, we fail to realize is that even in biblical times, you know, there were times when, Heck, Jesus had to get away for a little bit to get his mind together. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, sometimes as men, we need to do that. We need to get away, you know, to get ourselves together and be that getting time to ourselves to sort out our thoughts, be that, you know, conferring with other men to kind of talk about things and try to, you know, try to try to edify ourselves that, mm-hmm. that, that we need that. But like I said, one of the most toxic terms in our vocabulary as black men is that term man up because we take that and we're like okay well whatever i'm going through well that i need to just go ahead and get over it and just move on and that means that you don't deal with the core issue that's causing you that distress that's causing you that pain just depends on how you're using the term because Mm -hmm. for me i would say when i if i was to use that term i would say man up and admit that you need help man up and admit that you're an emotional being Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know why men um, you know I do understand why but they have to get to a point in your life where you're tired of that same old narrative right you're an emotional being just as a woman is but you 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 got to learn how to deal with your emotions in a healthy way, process them, don't run from them. To me, the the most childish and boyish thing to do is to go around life and act like you hard all the time. Don't nothing never affect you. That's a sign of immaturity. That's a sign of an um, emotionally unhealthy person. Right. I mean, which is true. That's completely true. But when you're dealing with a lot of people that's out there in the hood and these all the state, they 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 are not aware of those things. Like those are things that we're aware of because you know we've dealt with these things. We've dealt with people who have gone through these traumas and all these things. We we're more in tune with what it takes as far as like to 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 work on your own mental health and stability. But JoJo in the hood, he don't know nothing about this stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's sitting there with his partner, with his uncle, tell him, man, get about that whole bro, man, man, no, man, get about all this, da, 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 da. you know what I'm saying, man? You still sit up here crying like a bitch. You are you, da, 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 da. And, and guess what? He's going to have a negative 
thought every time he wants to be emotional, he's gonna think negatively about it. Oh, mm-hmm. that's just, I'm being a bitch. That's I can't weak. do that. Weakness. I can't do that. It's weakness. Exactly. It's weakness. I, so, I, I think everybody it's, listening, men and women, but mostly for you men. For the men, I want to see more of men empowerment, men um, healing, men mm-hmm. uh, uh, supporting men, men promoting, you know, healthy relationships. We need to see that. Our young yeah. men need to see that. Right, um, right. It, right. It, it it disparages me when I see all the women stuff and I never see anything positive and uplifting for the men and then I actually got into a debate with this man on my page one day because when I was promoting my book like every other day I would put a little quote on my page you know dear young woman and then give some advice and he was like you know that could go for men too and I was like well of course but I'm speaking to women because I am a woman, so I have testimony that can help women. I can't speak to right. young men because I'm not a man. Exactly. I said, but since you are a man, why don't you start putting stuff out mm-hmm. to inspire the young men instead of saying it's my responsibility as a woman to do that? Right. That's not your responsibility. That ain't what you there for. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Your purpose, your testimony is meant for the people that it's meant for. Your testimony is meant for those young women out there who have gone through those things, who've gone through those struggles and having those issues. You know, like you said, it was it's on him. If you see something out there that you feel like, you know what, this would be a good message for young men. I need to go ahead and put that out there. Then go ahead and put that out there. Don't make don't put that on somebody else to go do. That could right. be your mission because you have a testimony. Don't try to give your testimony to somebody else and tell them to go tell it that don't make yeah. no sense you as a as a man you know you should be able to lift uplift the other men that you have around you if you feel like that's what you are out here to do and so mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't i don't get that you know i mean i, I feel like stuff like that well okay <laughs> I started about stuff like this because i hate when people get on other people's page and tell them what they need to say and what they don't need to say First and of exactly all, and that's that what i told him i said sir if you want the message to get out to young men go make your own post but you're not gonna come over here and tell me who i'm speaking to right exactly i you know what just to just to jump off this it's 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 it makes sense with what we're talking about right now. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. gonna bring it right back into this. I had mm-hmm. somebody on my page uh, the other day who, and you know, I, I talked last week about, you know, I, I like to promote people. I like to try to put stuff out there and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a particular young lady that I've been putting out, you know, some stuff about her, you know, like her jewelry and things like that, because I like her jewelry. And she don't just have jewelry. She have like men accessories and ties and things like that. So, I'm, you know, I, I promote it a lot because I like what she's doing with her business. I had somebody hit my page up. Um, was it the day before yesterday? And they were like, well, I see you promoting this person. Why are you not promoting me? <laughs> what? I didn't want to say, look, I don't like your stuff. But <laughs> my whole thing was like, 
I was like, well, I looked through her catalog. This is what I'm doing. I don't feel like I have to justify that to anybody. She's not part of that. That's the problem with people like you. You blah, 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 blah. Hold on. You know what? Hold on. Hold on. Blocked. I ain't, I'm not going to wait. I'm not about to sit here and, and, and go with stuff like this. That don't make no damn sense. You no. know, I'm sitting here promoting people. Then I'm doing it out of my... That's because it fell on my heart to do that. The same way that that fell on your heart to share the stuff that you did on your page. You know what I'm saying? About, you know, hey, hey, young woman, this is, this is what we're doing. This is what I'm doing. This mm-hmm. is my testimony to y'all. That fell on your heart to do. Ain't nobody need to come at you about what you fell on your heart to do. And with exactly. him coming out there and being like an asshole about it and saying, "Oh well, you know, uh, this works for this works for women." Oh, you know what? That's fine for him to say that. But if he's trying to check you behind, mm-hmm. why don't you share that? Why don't you say for dear young women and men? No, 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 no. That's on you, bro. <laughs> Go ahead and do your thing. I'm going to make it real easy for you. Why don't you just share my post and make your little edit and men too. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't 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 try to check somebody because you don't feel it. You know what I mean? You feel like their testimony should go for you. Just well, that, that stuff makes me angry. It really does. You can tell. Look, I got it, all agitated and stuff. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it pissed me off to the point where I went back and forth with him for a few minutes and then I was like, you know what? Don't waste the energy. I'm not gonna uh, explain myself to you. Right. Don't even waste the energy. I told you, like, like Nene, I said what I said. (laughs) For real. I have spoken. I said what I said, and that's it. You know what though? But that's that's that it goes back to the whole energy thing. People try to put negative energy out there the only thing we can do is just make sure that we blocking all negative energy that we can and try to keep things as positive as we can you know right. i mean you want some positive things erica you putting out some positive positive uh, messages out there in the community and that's a good thing and that's what people like to hear we want to and not just like to hear it's stuff that we need to hear young women need to hear a lot of the things that you're speaking about they need to be able to you know know that there's other people out there who've been through what i've been through and they can testify they can't just talk to me they can testify to me about what's going on and you know they, that's stuff that we need in our community not just as he said not just black women but black men by that same token if you're a black man and you feel like my community needs this well motherfucker that's your calling go ahead and do it get Please. out there and do that go, do go it you retweet and put and men this goes for you too you should be able right. to you know, put some words together put it out there you know so, or better yet how about you do this how about you go and volunteer at the boys club I used to do it all the time you know right. I mean it, right. it, it wasn't bad I, I like it. more of that and I, I I even tried to start I like I made a post on my page last year like you know we need some men in this in this town to start like a mentoring program for young yeah. men yeah. And 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 I felt like why is why does why me as a woman have to like call this out and ask for this? I mean, I, I I'm and you know, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to start it and then I'm trying to motivate you men to do this for men. Mm-hmm. Why 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 do I have to do that? Why why are y'all not taking it upon yourself to do yeah. this? There are some mentoring programs down there. Um, I know in Atlanta, there's a, there's there's a few. Um, 
well, not a few. There's a lot of here in Atlanta, but I think the the big thing is they're not pushed the same way that a lot of the mentor mentoring programs for women are. Like when guys get out there and try to promote stuff, mm-hmm. then I I've run into this at least in Atlanta. I don't know how it is in Baton Rouge. But for some reason, when you try to push a male, you know, mentoring program up here, Mm -hmm. you start getting this, this, I won't say backlash, but it's almost like a, uh, almost an uneven treatment. Mm -hmm. Like you start seeing where there's a lot of people that may have alternative views. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to just say it. They got a lot of gay people that be out here that be protesting that shit. They be what? like, and, 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 and it sounds so messed up, but it's true. And you have a lot of, you know, that's like, you know, they trying to reaffirm masculine uh, ideals and all that kind of stuff. It is 2020. <laughs> you know, Wait. you need all this, all that, you know, you need to be able to learn how to be yourself. You ain't just got to be all masculine and all really? that. Kind of stuff. You, you, you really get this. You really get this out here, especially. You get it out here. So it's oh like, oh my goodness, that's you know, so that, crazy. That's that it is. It really is. Now I don't know what's going on in Baton Rouge. I, I doubt seriously that it's like that down there. But up here, they really be pushing that agenda. And it's and so scary. And it it's is. it's so needed because it's so important because there's a community of single mothers who are raising sons and they live with the fear and the guilt every day that I'm trying to raise this boy and I don't have a male figure in his life for him to model himself after because I can't teach him how to be a man. Right. And, And a lot of single mothers find themselves in that situation where that fear and that guilt gets to them so bad to they they rush themselves into relationships because they just want the male figure in their kids life right. whereas if they had a system in their community where mm-hmm. boys can go somewhere and get that male role model and get that without them having to bring a man into their house right but you know what though most of them that bring men into but no, no. Well, most of the women that bring men into their houses, they're not necessarily bringing them in to be role models. Sometimes they just bringing them in because they're lonely. You know, that and- is, I see a lot of women do it because they're so afraid that they're not giving their kids the example of a two parent household, which was my yes. issue. I was in yes. that marriage that I had no business being in because I wanted my kids to have the model of a two-parent household no matter how dysfunctional it was right. I wanted them to have two parents in the household and I put up with a whole bunch of junk just to have that and so that's why I want women not to have to go through that we need I systems do. in place where because we, that's one thing we need to carry on from the old generations is it takes a village to it raise really a it really does. It, it, it t- and here's the thing. I don't, I don't want people to 
think I'm capping on people who are. You could be a mentor and be have an alternative lifestyle. You could be gay and be a mentor for 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 young men. It's really about being there and trying to show them how. Because I, you don't necessarily have to be. Oh, I'm uber masculine. Being a man ain't about being masculine. Being a man is about being able to discern things that are going on in your right. It's in your mind, your character, and your being a leader. It has nothing to do being with being a leader. Right, exactly. You know, hey, my grandmother used to man up. My grandmother used to look. She had me and my brother <laughs> getting it right. I'm telling you, we we that's but that's that, it has nothing to do with your gender. That's that's the whole point. That's why when a lot of these these groups speak out about it, like gay groups speaking out about you just trying to make your 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 kids uber masculine and blah blah blah. It's not even about that. We matter of fact, what I would like to tell them is we would like for you to come volunteer in these boys' club places, in these places that are mentoring these kids and show them how to be the leader because that's what it really is when we talk about being you know being a mentor for for males especially young black males that's what we're talking about being we're talking about being a leader in your community you could be a leader in your community and still have an alternative preference for what you want as far as like your 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 sexual partner that has nothing to do with it all it's about is making sure that you can go out there and show that you know show timmy show all the kids that you that that what what matters in our community is leadership that's what our community is really lacking. It's lacking leadership. It's not just lacking male faces and, you know, the bodies and the voices. We're lacking leadership, you know? I mean, if we had leadership, all those things fall into place. So uh, leadership really and initiative. Yeah, exactly. An initiative. An initiative. Because, you know, if we don't have any initiative to move forward, then we're going to just sit in, in the same place. So, yeah, I completely agree with that part. Yeah, definitely. All right. Yeah. So, uh, I, I guess we've come to the end of another awesome episode of the Code of Sisterhood podcast. We've covered all of our topics for the night. We still ran over anyway, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll be yeah. able to chop and edit some to, to, to fit it right. down. Right. And I can even now, since I've got it on here, I can um, I can break it up into segments. Oh, nice. And yeah, we didn't go over about a whole, whole lot. I mean, last time, like I said, it was a three and a half hour podcast. <laughs> but, it doesn't, but it doesn't drag and we actually have, you know, fun with it and then we have great topics to discuss. And, you know, just uh, a shout out to everybody. I did go live a couple of times during this whole podcast. So a shout out to everybody who was able to sit there and join us for the live, you know, and interact in that way. We definitely appreciate that and look forward to seeing you go and listen to the podcast on Anchor, the Code of Sisterhood podcast. Links shall be below, just in case you guys want to know. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, thank y'all. Thank everyone for tuning in and for listening to us tonight. I hope you got a whole lot of value out of this um, discussion, this conversation. I had a ball um, talking yep. to you tonight, George. I hope you had a ball as well. Oh, of course, of course, definitely, definitely, always, always have a ball. You're 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 great at doing this, and I'm working on getting better at it as we speak. So, <laughs> you know, I didn't say exactly as many times tonight. I only counted about <laughs> seven. <laughs> we'll put that plug in there. Shout out to DJ and Amber tonight. If y'all are listening, we're gonna get y'all on pretty soon because. Uh, 
I'm sure DJ's probably listening to this like, ooh, ooh, I wanna, ooh, I wanna jump in on that one. I'm about to say something on that one. <laughs> right. he, he shared, he shared it on the watch party earlier, so I think he was like, yeah, yeah, I like it, I like it. So, yeah, forward to getting, getting everybody on there, and then we gonna do our thing, you know, just have like a panel discussion. On yes, you know. <laughs> we get that together. I think we may be able to do um because I'm gonna be looking into doing that later on this year. I'm gonna set up well I have a Zoom account, but I want to um upgrade it so we can do the Zoom calls and then we can go live right on Facebook right. from Zoom and you can right, have right. everybody on the screen together. Oh, that'd be cool. That would be really, really nice. I look forward to doing that. You know, I got to make sure I shave and everything there because right now I'm looking a little rugged. So, Oh, yeah. I ain't cute at all and ain't, ain't nobody <laughs> finna see how I look tonight. I'm not even finna describe what she I said, look. Describe. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Hey, I got my, you know, I got my hat on and everything, you know, I'm just trying to look you know, somewhere all right around here. You know, but I definitely, I enjoy being on. I, I definitely appreciate you having me here and mm -hmm. allowing me to vent and talk about people. And, you know, <laughs> you get it. You get it, uh, Azrael. Back to the first thing. I'll give you some hand claps. You do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. We've been a tune out. And until next time, y'all have a good night. All right. Peace out, y'all. Ha, ha, ha.